Welcome to the Fundraising Made Easy podcast, your number one source for everything startup fundraising. If you're an entrepreneur looking to raise capital efficiently and effectively, you've come to the right place. Here, we'll teach you how to choose the right team, approach investors properly, review startups, and answer your personal fundraising questions. Now, let's get down to business. Here's your host, Saminder. I know this entrepreneur from Germany who has done three startups back to back and he exits quite fast. So he would like do something and then two years later he would sell the idea. What he normally does is he looks at a company in US and then he sees can they expand to Germany or Europe and he already starts to develop that idea in Europe. And so when that company in US or another country in Asia, they want to expand to Europe, it's easier for them to just buy his startup than to expand. And that's his business model. He has done it very well for himself. So he came out of a good private school, studied in a good university, and then he did like three startups in a row, very successful for himself. Investors invest money in him. And uh, now this startup he did, he went to investors in US And and this was, I'm talking Series A funding now. He wanted to go really big. He wanted to take his company to US. And then he's sitting in front of investors and they rejected him. They did not invest, but he ticked all the boxes. He had good idea, demand, everything, everything that investor wants to see in a startup. He had it, he did it. And, but those investors at a high level did not give him money. Why is that? You know what investors told him? They told him, you have always been successful in your life. You came out of a good school, went to good university, then you did three startups, all worked. You have never failed in business. Now you're asking me for $50 million. If I give you $50 million and let's say the business starts to fail and the company comes to a bankruptcy stage where it has to be restructured so that it can work again, I don't know if you will be able to get out of bed next morning because you have never failed. So I don't know how you will deal with failure. So this is too much of a risk for me. How many times have you thought that this is what investors see? This is the reality. If you have failed in business and you are still in business like me, this is an advantage. This is a positive sign for investors that no matter what happens, you don't give up you keep moving forward. What are investors interested in? They're interested in growth. Why? Because with the growth, they make more money, you know, and reducing risk. And what's one of the biggest risk is an entrepreneur who has never failed because you don't know how he would react if he fails. Would he commit suicide because he has never failed and he has to keep a certain image in the society or would he not get depressed and not even get out of bed and he has to be hospitalized i mean we don't know what will happen but if you have an entrepreneur who has done three startups failed in two or failed in three and now he's standing there again his chances of raising money are a lot higher at a bigger level so if you are failing in your business early on this shows that when you make it in business the investors who comes in series A, B, C, they are going to be much more happy to invest in you as compared to someone who has never failed. So failing works in your advantage automatically. We are the one who 
turn it against us. You know, and I will talk in a minute how we do that. But for now, I really want you to think, stop, associate any negative thoughts or feelings you have with with your failures in business ventures or anywhere and think of it as the experience you have gained in life, the experience that is at your disposal in your next business, what mistakes not to make. You know, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's a big sign for investors that you don't give up. So keep this in mind. Failing is a good thing. If you have failed, it's good for you. You have that experience that quite a few entrepreneurs miss, I would say. So that's one. I know this entrepreneur from US, he has done, I think, 10 startups and failed in seven startups, where seven startups just went bankrupt and not all together, but one after the other. So now you wonder, you know, why will investor invest in a person who has failed like seven startups went bankrupt one after the other? Because he has experience. And I will tell you, what do I mean? How he turns this into his advantage? And what's the biggest thing that investors want to see? But this is, you have entrepreneur from Germany who didn't get the money because he has never failed. And then you have another entrepreneur who has raised money again and again, even despite seven freaking bankruptcies. You know, how did he do that? Well, he turned his failure to his advantage. I mean, failure is in your advantage anyway, but he showed it to investor how his failure is in his advantage and ultimately if for in their advantage as well, because he has this experience. How? Number one, you have to look at when your business went wrong, what went wrong? If you don't know what went wrong and you are blaming somebody else for the failure, investors are not going to invest in you. That's like, if I just summarize it, I just did it here in a line. Investors are not going to invest in you if your failures are somebody else's fault. Because that tells investors that even if it is because of somebody else, you haven't learned a lesson out of it. So what investors want to see when there is a failure in your history, what lessons have you learned and how those lessons are helping you improve your current idea that you are raising money for, how it has helped you and how it is going to help you go beyond to a stage where you didn't make it last in your last venture. So be honest with yourself, observe, you know, just take your time, look at your last failures and think, what went wrong and if you are blaming somebody else then you are the one who decided to trust him what were the things that you know let's say there is a person a who because of that person the business failed and that's what you are telling investors now investors want to know okay because of that person business failed but why were you working with that person so what have you learned from there how would you recognize not to work with that person again you know like let me give you an example i had this business partner from frankfurt And I failed big times because of him, you know, because I realized too late that he is never into business. For him, business is a scam because he doesn't understand how banks work. Banks are like the biggest scam for him and this. So he just wants quick money. For him, it's a replacement of job, like doing business. And how he comes, I was going through this one bankruptcy and he approached me and he was like, hey, I can help you with this and I can help you with all the paperwork. I have experience, I can help you. And I told him, look, hey, I can't pay you, man. And he was like, you don't have to pay me. I want to help you. 
And when you are in that time of need, you take anybody's help. Now I will tell you, don't take anybody's help. If that person is not gaining anything out of it, and okay, let me rephrase it. If it is not clear to you what that person is gaining out of that situation, don't accept the help because there has to be something for that person. You know, like for this partner, it was like just to get close to me so that in my next venture, I will offer him high equity and I want to work with him because now I owe him, you know, that he helped me in a hard time. So now I owe him. So I learned my lessons the hard way. So I could blame that, okay, it was his fault, but yeah, to some extent, but in the end, I was the one who decided to um, work with him. So I won't blame him that it's all his fault. I decided to be his business partner. I decided to work for him. I mean, first he offered, first I was working for him and he was like, I want to expand companies. Can you help me here? Help me here. So I was helping. I realized in the end, I did much more for him for free than what he did for me. The company made turnover. And in the end, he just gave me a sheet that, oh, we had very high expenses and he had freaking 10 months of rent outstanding that he paid out of the company. And, you know, so a lot of things happened. But in the end, do I blame him? There are some facts that happened and why the business failed, you know, and in that there is a lot of responsibility that goes on him. But when I talk to investor or when I think of myself, do I blame him for my failures? No. In the end, I was the one who accepted his help without understanding it clearly. What's in for him? You know, why is he in there? Why does he want to help me? And there are more lessons I learned out of that situation, but I don't want to go too deep in that. But this is just a summary of it that your failures work in your advantage. So investors want to hear about your failures and they want to hear what have you learned? What is it that you got out of it that's of a value to you that you're using now or in your current ventures that will help you take your new business to the next level? And that's how you turn failure to your advantage. Thanks for listening to the Fundraising Made Easy podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform so you never miss an episode. For more information, check out InvestorNations.com. Until next time, stay hungry, learn early, and good luck.